You're listening to Castrol CarCast on Podcast One. Well, we talk about a Mura SV that sold for eh, $2 million more than the one I sold uh, 10 minutes ago. So that always feels <laughs> good. We'll uh, get into uh, the race cars, the 510 and the 911. We'll get a little into Steve Celine's days back racing uh Ranger trucks and uh, yeah. we'll do and the wing. We got the wing the done on the 911. On the we'll do a deep dive on Gene Crow. First, I'll tell you about Madison Reed Mister working from home. Hmm, starting to feel a little gray creeping up on your Zoom calls. Madison Reed makes a really good product, and they make hair coloring for women. And then at a certain point, they said, "Well, we make really good hair products for women." Lynette uses this. Why don't we make it for men? And uh, they make a, a gray blending sort of natural color product. Doesn't have that shoe polish look. Uh, you want a little more pepper and a little less salt. This is what you do. I use it. You put a, put a, put a little in a glove, just sort of rub a dollop through your hair. Then uh, put the activator on, just run it through your hair, let it sit for ten minutes, rinse it off, and uh, you get again. You have a natural look without all the gray. It's Madison Reed Mister, right, Matt? Yeah, just go to madisonreedmister.com. That's Madison Reed Mister. It's Madison Reed is R-E-E-D, then M-R.com. Use code Corolla for 10% off plus free shipping on your first box. Again, that's code Corolla. COVID-19. Spreading rampantly throughout the world. Almost one million deaths. African-Americans. Hit harder than others. The double whammy. I'm J.J. Green. I'm black. I'm Chris Core. I'm white. Join us on Colors, our new podcast. As Dr. Anthony Fauci gives us some straight talk about race, risks, and vaccines. On Colors, episode 12. Subscribe to Colors on Apple, Spotify, Podcast One, or wherever you get your podcasts. For just $25, you get wine and gifts. Ace's favorite stuff or products from ACS. Every single month, you get the drink you choose. It's hard to be cool stuff and loose. Adam's Monthly Nut. Adam's Monthly Nut. You heard Dick. It's time for another ballsy month of Adam's Monthly Nut. This month includes... Two Vinnie Tortorich-approved and invented ultra-fat instant energy packs so you don't reach for that donut. Four shot glass ice molds so you can keep your whiskey cold and straight down the hatch. A bottle of Chateau Spill to remove wine stains or blood from the fine silk you're donning. Of course, a bottle of your choice and the Coup de Gras, a digital download of the very first basic cable commentary. Roadhouse. This $60 value can be yours for only 25 bucks at CorollaDrinks.com. Yeah, get it on. Got to get on a children. Welcome to CarCast. I'm Adam Corolla. That's Matt, the moderator, DeAndrea. Hello, how you doing? I'm doing well. How are you doing? Uh, good. It's been a busy, busy week, busy morning. Yeah, it's good yeah. to be good to be busy. Yeah, it's been good. Um, I want to uh, give a little love to our friends JB Weld, their proud sponsor of our program. 
CarCast, trusted for over 50 years. JBWeld.com is where you go if you want to get some JB Weld, which we use all the time here. Uh, all right, so breaking news. I was telling you this yesterday. A mm-hmm. Lambo, I think a 71 Mira SV, went for $4,240,000. Like online. Online. $4,200,000. <laughs> now, the highest one sold was two, 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 four, mm-hmm. somewhere one, I think, sold semi recent, you know, a few weeks back. Maybe it was a right hand drive for like two, three or something like that, two, three and change. I don't know where the uh, extra two million bucks came from. Cocktails. Sometimes people <laughs> just rich guys getting in a pissing match. That's that's what you want when you're selling a car. Now. You can go. Well, that's the new price for the car. But we've seen this. A few times now, famously when we were in Monterey. I want to say 15, 2015, kind of the peak. Well, we were in Monterey probably 14, maybe 14 or 15. It feels a little earlier than 15, but 14 or 15, and an, and an S went for like 1.9 mm-hmm. or something like that. Which but was, it was also like at Meekum? Yeah, yeah. It was not at one of the bigger auctions, and it was basically... It went for a million bucks more than S's were going. Right. I mean, it went for double the price. And in a way, it kind of did the same thing the SV did. Yeah. It just sort of doubled. But if I remember correctly, that same Monterey weekend, other Lambos sold, Miras sold, for nowhere near that price. That right. was the crazy number. Right. Right. <laughs> so who knows? I do think those SVs are the original supercar, and I've always said they're undervalued. I, like Even at $2 bucks, I thought they were kind of undervalued yeah. considering there's a few of them, considering they're a supercar, and sort of comparing them to some other cars that yeah. are, you know, very, you know, over $5 bucks. But anyway, so that's interesting news. It, it's interesting to see that number. I, I It's... I agree with you. I think it's going to be a little tough to get that money back anytime soon. It's going to take it's going to take a little bit. Probably. <laughs> it's going to take a little bit. But. Yeah, but still crazy. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, this Tuesday, we're going to be at uh, Nissan Z-Con. We'll do that event in Nashville. So uh, yeah. I don't know if you're in the neighborhood. I guess you can come by. I don't know what so all the rules you can. are. I think you have to go to the Zcon website and like register or or sign up or get tickets or whatever. But we're going to do CarCast Live at 11 a.m. local time there. And then later that evening, there is the uh, the unveiling of the new Z card. I believe it's going to be done. You're going to basically emcee the event, and there's going to be a live video uh, coming in from Japan simultaneously, Japan and U.S. at the same time. So the new Z car will be unveiled. You're going to be a part of that. So it'll be a fun, fun Tuesday. Come out to Z con. Oh, uh, Chris, my um, if you grab my phone, I realize I I took some pictures. Or Kaylin, if you grab my phone, I took some pictures of the uh, finished. I took some pictures of the finished uh, tail on the uh, Nissan, sorry, on the Newman uh, Porsche, the Sebring Porsche, the 74 that ran Porsche that ran Sebring in 77, I believe. Um, finally got that whole tail shaved down and the little side skirts and the stuff yeah. Sean was working on. I saw on him do the vinyl, do the match the stripes that went over the top into yeah. the wing. Mm-hmm. I just saw it. It looks good. Yeah, it yeah. looks it looks good. It's it's pretty cool looking. Yeah, the car looks 
better. I'm sure it doesn't perform any better. <laughs> Between that and the tail on the 510, I don't know what I'm, yeah. I'm not getting a lot of bang for my buck because that tail probably cost me $9,000 <laughs> worth, of, worth of labor little, on that yeah. thing, 40 cents worth of materials and like nine I, grand worth of labor. Listen, well, we figured out two things. Sean is good with metal and he's good with fiberglass. We also learned he's much faster with metal. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what we learned. So, um, but it but it looks good, and uh, we'll we'll post some of those. We'll post some of those pictures. Um, let's see. I guess we should be getting ready at some point to go back up the Laguna Seca to do a race. They're going to have there in December. December, yeah. Um, I mean, I, I'd like to say sure we're doing that, but who who knows? The rules change every day. California rules, not the racing rules. California rules. Uh, I'm going <laughs> to say we just outlawed trick-or-treating this year, the <laughs> really? end of October. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There shall be no trick-or-treating in Los Angeles. Yeah. Now, end October, we're getting too close to the election, right? We've got to keep it locked down. After the election, everything will just magically go away or open up or whatever. But, yeah, you don't want those kids exposed because they could give it to other kids. You mean all the kids that wear masks to go trick-or-treating? Literally that's wear a, masks to go trick-or-treating? That's a good point. They wear masks. <laughs> They're wearing masks yeah. to what go trick-or-treating because they don't want Corona candy? mm what if they all dressed as surgeons this year? Could we pull this shit off? <laughs> um, so uh, anyway, yeah, we got that. No, so uh, we already had a race at Laguna Seca in September. No, mm-hmm. in uh, August, beginning of August. When the hell was that? Beginning uh, of August. Yeah. yeah. Um, so here's here's uh, here's me point. Um, I think we're going to do it because we already did it. I mean, this thing's yeah. going away. I, I, I look. I'm not Mister uh, Conspiracy Theory, but once we get past the election, it'll cool down. Because if Biden's elected, it'll it'll pretty much go away. Because it'll be like, all right, well, our guy's in. We can we can back off. I don't mean I don't mean the virus will go away. I mean the news will go away. And when the news goes away, then the, the restrictions go away. Because right. that's all the that's all Garcetti and Newsom do is watch CNN and then do what they tell them to do or what they think is going to be uh, politically expedient. So, and if Trump gets in, we're not going to have, we will have four years. We're not going to have to beat him up about the coronavirus anymore. So right. it's, it's not about, it's not about, do we go to the racetrack and wear a mask as we're walking around talking to people or not? It's, it's whether or not they allow us to do the event. So we're not right. saying, you know what I'm, you know? Yeah, no, I think they'll allow us to do it because it'll be after the election and because we already did it, so I think I think that'll work. So uh, so we're going to get the car. Um, you know, we shook it out and we'll sort it out. I actually had Sean weld on a little more side uh, impact impact uh, protection on the car, and he did a really nice job of just kind of adding to it. I, yeah. I don't know if you went and looked yeah, at I that did. or I not. I saw him, uh, but the it, in there. it just had a. Very minimalist sort of side impact uh, in the existing roll cage, which is not really a cage, kind of a roll bar with a little bit of stuff above your head. But the side impact started behind the seat at about, you know, foot off the floorboards and just sort of went to zero. So by, by the time it got to the driver's side, you know, your thigh or your ribs or anything, there wasn't really much there. Right. So, yeah, not a lot of side. Right. That sidebar. So he, he, a little bit easier to get in and out, but not necessarily 
what you want. He added on a little bit, made kind of a bow tie, kind of an X yeah, bow tie yeah, shape. And it. that makes it pretty easy to get in and out. And still adds a little more rigidity in case of a side impact. So we uh, we got that working for us. So I'm, I'm kind of interested in getting that car dialed in a little bit, getting the rims right, getting the new lug nuts for the mini light rims mm-hmm. right, you know, kind of. Uh, obviously, the air filter situation sorted out, the fuel pump sorted out, the um, swapping the tranny. So what I was trying to do, and you, you guys can uh, tell me what you think of this, um, one of those comp two boxes... Maybe I'm going to screw this, the nomenclature up here, the word, the verbiage up here. But I have the stupid comp three box that has third gear, the same as second gear. Nobody runs that box. Nobody likes that box for, for a reason. I would assume that everybody would be a a shade slower running that box on that track, Mm -hmm. considering all the seasoned 510 veterans don't run that box and don't like that box. Right. And I'm not, I'm assuming because it makes them a little bit slower. So um, I did, however, run that box. I don't want to run that box. I feel like if I got that box, if I got the comp two box in there, it would be better for me. Um, I then started looking around for one of those comp two boxes and they don't really seem to exist. Well, that's the thing. Availability is the reason why as the car was coming together, and, and nobody's reproducing them. There's no, can you buy a case and fill it with new gears? There's not even like people making gears really for it. So, right. Uh, I think maybe Troy Armish is doing something with it, um, I, I heard about, but I, I don't know exactly. Right. Well, nothing is better than getting your hands on one of those boxes. So, I then started doing some math, and maybe one of you listeners could answer this. I should probably reach out to Troy and a couple other guys that are a little Jim Fruland guys like that. But um, one of the hallmarks of the comp whatever box is the first gear is down. First gear is, is toward your toward toward the back of the car. Yeah. Second gear is up. It's got that configuration. And then I realized, hold on, my Datsun 610 has that in it. Okay. It, that's the configuration of that five-speed. And then I realized, well, it's a Datsun, it's 610, it's running the L-series motor, and I drove that thing last at Road Atlanta, and then I realized, I think that's the Comp 2 box. I think that's the box we want. There's no way I brought that thing to Road Atlanta with that box that had the same gear, right. second and third. And if I did, you would have remembered hearing me complain about it. I was going to say, endlessly. you might have mentioned it seven or 800 uh, times. Right. So <laughs> I, I didn't, I didn't, that isn't the box for that. Yeah. So that box, that is probably the one we want. We do know the pattern's the same, and we do know, we do know second and third are how we want it versus 200 mm-hmm. RPM off. So now I do own one of those boxes. It's not in the right it's not the right vehicle. So your thought is take it out of the 610 because you're not going to drive that anytime soon. You want to put it in the different drummer 510. So as we got a little bit of time between now and the race in December, let's do that. How about also if one comes up, would you be interested in buying it? Let's just put it out there now. If anybody's got a Comp 2 box and wants to sell it, 
I do not spend money on automobile parts, Matt. I don't know what you know about me. Yes. I would. Hey, look, we, we were able to track down the, most of the wheels we wanted, so let's just put it out there. We'd appreciate your help if somebody has. Maybe that guy ran one in his station wagon. In his station wagon. Hey, uh, uh, the guy with the with the Sterling Mag wheels. I forgot his name. 210 yeah. station wagon. Yeah, 16. nice guy. Yeah. Yeah, in uh, Tucson. All um, right, if everyone's got a nice, clean comp. Two. I don't even know if it's a comp two. I think it's a comp two. I, I, I feel like if you have this, you know what we're talking about. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> so if you have what we're talking about, send, right. you know, hit me up on uh, any of my social media. Send me a direct message or something. All right. What else is going on in your world? You know, uh, it was interesting that um, uh, Goldberg and I did a car cast show earlier this week. We had uh, Steve Celine on. And then... Uh, the part we didn't get to with Steve that I think you'd be interested in is, is uh, young Steve Celine, 20-year-old Steve Celine, was working at racetracks back in the day. You know, and he had an entry-level job. His job was a lot of uh, as guys are walking on, you know, to the to the track area, he has to tell them, hey, you can't bring your cigarettes or your beers. You can't bring the booze and the cigarettes. Right. So you got to put everything out. And here he is uh, working, a young uh, – what uh, tracks is uh, he working? I, I don't remember. He's he's from California, so oh, okay. uh, I, I, I Riverside. But here comes walking uh, two gentlemen with beers in hand, and it turns out to be Paul Newman and Steve McQueen. Wow! And he says, uh, knowing who they are, sorry guys, I, I, you can't bring the beers behind you know behind this line. Uh, I'm, I got a cooler. I'll be having to put them in you. So Newman and McQueen not wanting to waste their beers. Put him in, in Celine's cooler, did whatever they had to do, came back, got their beers. And then fast forward to uh, a few years later, uh, 1982, and now Steve Celine is racing against Newman in a Trans Am race. Uh, is Celine in a Mustang? He was actually in a Pontiac Trans Am at the time. Oh. Right before he started Celine in 84, Ford came uh, to him. The story was. Uh, Ford came to him and said, hey, would you be interested in doing a special edition Mustang, sort of Shelby-esque? And he said, yes. But Ford said, we're all in on four-cylinder turbos. And he said, well, I think it needs to be V8. And they said, well, go ahead and try whatever you want to try. And that's when the Celine company was founded in 84 and he made his first car. But in uh, 82, he was racing uh, a Pontiac. It's amazing. What was Newman racing in 82? He was racing a 280ZX. Um, yeah, he was racing a 280ZX. In Trans Am, he would have been racing a turbocharged 280ZX, but uh, in line, a straight six, mm-hmm. um, 2.8. Um, you know, it was funny. It was probably a 2.5. I don't know why they de-stroke those. Maybe there was a deal with... Maybe there was a rule about turbocharging and about how many liters you couldn't exceed if you, in fact, were running turbocharging. Obviously, yeah. if you're running a a Mustang with a V8 in it or or a Corvette or something like that, then you're running a you know five point whatever or six point whatever naturally aspirated. But I think those things ran a two point five versus a two point eight straight six with a single turbocharger on them. 
And they made like, I think, four of those cars. Like two of them were partial tub cars. Mm -hmm. Partial tub sounds like a country (laughs) fiddle player who's sitting in partial tub. Partial tub. (laughs) Partial tub sitting in. Oh, that guy can play the fiddle. Yeah. Um, It's a, you know, that means it started off as a unibodied car. But by the time they replaced so much of the front end, so much tube frame on the front end, you know, it's like it's like. You whack off the whole front of the car, yeah, and you whack off some of the back of the car, I guess. But it's really about the whole kind of front of the car, and then mm-hmm. you just kind of run tubes out and pick up the suspension and engine mount, transmission, all that kind of stuff. But but the cockpit is still sort of tubby, so you just yeah. got partial tub, and then they made um, full blown tube, uh, tube frame right. version of that. Right. And I think they made two tube frame versions and two partial tubs like um when you look at the lightsinger z 280z that's like a partial tub car like you see that kind of transmission yeah, it still has like floor pans with the with the rocker arm uh, rocker panels on it and a lot of the cage is sort of welded to that and then just sort of expanded off of that whereas your tube frame car other than some floor pans in it you could you know which are right. just sheet metal so he would have he, he yeah he would have been running a 280ZX Turbo, which is really one of the coolest cars in that world, in that Newman world, and I don't have one. And uh, I've been trying to get one for a while, and there's been rumors of this thing sitting around. Nice job, X-Lax. You got the C-Production car <laughs> on there with the fucking 14-inch oh. rims, and it's 14 by 7-inch rims. <laughs> that, all right. What's it say? <laughs> Yeah, it ain't tur- does it say turbo anywhere on it? No. No, well, wow. 1982 what Paul Newman was racing in 1982 280ZX. Mm, put put turbo in there. Maybe well, he was racing that car in C production, but we're talking about Trans Am, right? Yeah. So he wouldn't have been racing Close. that car in Trans Am. He would have been racing that yeah. car in C the article production. Had it wrong. They said that this was the car he won in the in the Trans Am. In I, I, I would agree with you mostly because I know the car you're you're putting up there, and I'm sure there's a lot of misinformation around that. Uh, uh, Anyway, yeah, he he won a championship in that car, but it wasn't in Trans Am. It was in it was a C production car. All right, go I'll ahead. tell you what else you said, but let me hit this Geico real quick. So uh, right now, Geico is offering an extra fifteen percent credit on car, motorcycle, and RV policies, and that's fifteen percent on top of the money Geico could already be saving you. So what are you waiting for? You want to check this out? There's never been a better time now to switch to Geico. If you save an extra fifteen percent, you'll want to do it by October seventh. That's when the deal runs. So switch by October 7th for 15% off. Just visit Geico.com to learn more. So he he met him when he was 20 with Steve McQueen, which must have been a good fun moment. Mm-hmm. Ended up racing against him in 82. And then fast forward a few years later, and he's got Paul Newman testing on the track at Brainerd, uh, Celine Mustangs for... for uh, for Steve Slane. And, oh, really? Yeah. So, and, and that's, and uh, it's a pretty, pretty interesting story. And then the other thing that came up was as we were, went for a quick tour in the collection, is we spoke about when Celine raced trucks. They raced the Ford Ranger. 
Oh, really? Right. And if you look at the Celine Ford Ranger, late seventies, early eighties, and 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 when he did it, they were super dominant. They won like forty nine races. It just walked away with with uh, with the championship when they raced that. What uh, division was that? I, I I'd have to figure out what it is, but Ford came to them and said, "Hey, we want to we want to get into the trucks, and the Ford Rangers can race." They ended up developing like full suspension aerodynamics. They swapped out the bed of the truck and made a composite bed. They, what year are we talking about here? I, we'd have to look up the Ranger truck, so it had to have been early eighties. I feel like the Rangers. It was a very boxy. Yeah, I feel like the Ranger came around in the early mid eighties. I, okay, let's see if you can find Celine Ford Ranger race truck. We'll get an image, but he told me he worked with Pete Brock on some of the aerodynamics for that. Really? Yeah, and he says he knows uh, Pete Pete very well. So back in the in the racing days of that truck. Uh, I we just walked through the we just walked through the collection, and I said, "Hey, this Roadster, you know, Pete Brock designed that front air dam because he, you know, he wasn't allowed to. He called it brake ducts and blah blah blah." And he said, "Yeah, he did the same thing for me on my Ranger truck." <laughs> and he goes, "He worked on that as well." So uh, I just thought it was kind of a, a small world that in that racing world, people that have been in this industry for that long uh, ended up, you know, everybody ends up working with. You know, or competing against or friendly yeah. with. You know, he's like, oh, yeah, we did this with Bobby Rahal and we did this with Pete Brock and we did some stuff with Newman and we did, you know, it's just, just kind of a, yeah. it's always fun to hear their bits of the story. You know, like anybody who's been in the racing world for 30 or 40 years, you go, oh, this is a Newman car. And they go, oh, yeah, I took his beer away from him when I was 20 or I raced against him when I was, you know, 27. It's like, I love those stories. I just thought that was good. Yeah, it's, uh, it's uh, <laughs> look at the Ranger. <laughs> I know. Yeah, it's an interesting. It's an interesting story. The uh, thing that's kind of interesting is I look at the, as I look at the Ranger, trying to figure out like you know what what rims would you run on a racing Ranger? Good name. Um, <laughs> it looks like the they were running those Revolution rims that five spoke. They do a five spoke. They did a four spoke. Show the first picture, Max Zapata. Uh, out of out of uh, there's that rim. It's a kind of a cool rim. I've run them on a on. I've run them on a uh, roadster. If you go close on that rim, it yeah, kind of looks I don't like think, a revolution. I don't know that. That's what uh, I It'd know. It'd be a the, weird rim to I, yeah. run, but it looks like a revolution rim. It Kalen, does. you I, find the pictures of the rear end of that uh, Porsche on Adam's phone. Oh, you got you it. Do. Yeah, yeah. So that's a different rim. I know the rim. I, the name is. Escaping me. Okay, but that's not a revolution because it really looks very revolutionary. Mm-hmm. I mean, in terms of the revolution rims, like an English rim, they make a three-parter, three pieces, but they make one pieces, one piece as well, and they and they're good looking. They ran them on a a few. They, they they run them on British cars a lot, like a four spoke version on, yeah. on a lot of British race cars. I'm pretty sure they ran that rim on on some of the Mustangs as well, and, uh, and that's probably where they ended up getting them. Yeah, it makes sense. You know, lug pattern did, and, and all, the, and just you know, they already knew what they were doing as far as tire compounds and sizes, and they're like, hey, we needed to handle like the Mustang. It is. Uh, thanks, Max Spada. If you uh, yeah, you hang around long enough. So we'll put these pictures up at uh, carcastshow.com. 
that right? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, I took a few just sort of haphazard pictures from a couple different angles of of the back of the uh, Porsche, but it it does it does look. Uh, I think we got them inverted a little bit. It uh, it does look it looks good. It I'll works. post some of these up on my uh, social media as well. But right, I'll grab some pictures. I'll, I'll snap some real quick of this and the five uh, ten different drummer wing. You'll see them both. Oh, the wing. Yeah, you should yeah. probably get the roll bar in there too. As long as yeah, because we're talking about it. All right. So but it looks good. It looks yeah. It looks fantastic. I well, saw him working last week on the stripes and it, stuff for it. It, and- it, it, it. It's as it was when it ran Sebring, and that's kind of how we want to do it. The the uh, the the grill in the back for you know the vent for the engine should be should be flat. Yeah, be I was going to say it doesn't look flat. Black. I told him flat. Should, should you redo it? How, what do you want to do here? <laughs> I told him flat. Listen, get it right. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I just love that part of life where it's like. You want the chicken or you want the steak? I'll take the steak. Then they give you the chicken and you go, I don't want the chicken. And they go, well, you said chicken. It's like, yeah. Do you think that's how I work? Like, I don't want this one thing, but I do want this other thing. So I just say the thing I don't want. And then you do it. And then I go, why'd you do that? Here's the thing about that claim, Max Zapata. It's, It's a flawed premise. The reason it's flawed is because I walk in and go, why'd you paint that grill black? And they go, because that's what you told me to do. And then I go, well, then why am I saying it now? <laughs> if I if I told if I told you to do it and you did it, then then we'd be copacetic, right? And then there, you know what the thing is? Oh, well, you made a mistake. You said flat. I don't. You ever known me to be off in that department? Like no. when it comes to finishes or anything like that. That's what I said. And we should be thinking about your intention as well. I mean, well, that's, yeah, that's what we're saying is, is, hey, if I just walked in and noticed you're spraying it flat and it's, and I'm speaking up about it, what are the chances I walked in a week ago and said, make it flat black so it'll irritate the shit out of me next week when I come back? And not match another piece on the car. (laughs) Not match the door handles, the window trim, any other literally every other piece on the car that is painted black is that porsche kind of cool satiny you know what i mean look all right anyway yeah mission accomplished but the good news is is jose stuck to his guns (laughs) and i appreciate that i got you got to respect it you have to respect it yeah you have to respect it you think he know he wears flat black shirts to that's true that's that's true well that's his going out shirt and his i work work shirt yeah (laughs) Did you think it was a good idea to paint it flat? No. No. <laughs> Did you say anything then? No. Why not? Because uh, you told me to paint it black. Flat. All right. Okay. Um, okay. If I say something insane, like if I walk in and I go, hey, please stab me in my sleep, <laughs> uh, then you're allowed to stop and go, uh, are you sure you want me to stab you in your sleep? And then I'll go, huh? Oh, sorry. Is that what I said? Or at least ask with what? With what? <laughs> right. It's okay to have a follow-up question. You said to paint the grill bl- flat black. Yeah. <laughs> Is it faster to paint it flat black? No. Does it match anything on the car? No. Is it the right thing to do? No. Okay. Well, next time go, <laughs> hey, do we have the satin black? Yes. Uh... Next to the flat black in the same cabinet? Yes. Okay. Well, the next time, be a bold... <laughs> ranger and just say you said flat black are you sure 
because we have yeah. the we have the satin right next to it. Oh, could you imagine if he was like, "Hey, I, I know, be a hero, be I, a hero." I know you said flat last week, but it didn't seem right, so I just went ahead and made the decision and did it in the satin. Well, then once you'd be, again, then you'd be really confused. You'd be like, "I said flat. How is that?" <laughs> if I said, uh, "Hey, Chris, uh, we're leaving. Uh, we're leaving the. We're going. We're leaving out." To uh, we're leaving to Nashville through the we're leaving through the Burbank Airport. So uh, I want you to uh, I want you to drive through Englewood to get there. <laughs> You're allowed to raise your hand and go, hey, uh, boss, uh, Englewood's the other direction. Why? Maybe we should go back this way. This weird thing. I'm sorry for sounding defensive, but Max Pata, don't I always just put everything up to the committee? Like I go. What do you want to do? What looks better? This logo, that yeah, logo. Lot, How do you want to do it? All of our conversations is revolves around that top kind of theme. Unless it's wheeled and tires. Right. Yeah. Unless it's wheeled and tires. <laughs> Don't I always just go, how do you want to do this? What is this thing where it's like, hey, that's what you said, man. I can't talk back. I don't want to get fired. Yeah. I mean, that you take suggestions very well. And it's, yeah, it's odd that you would, uh, you would order us to do something that. That makes no sense. <laughs> right. But but the implication is, is okay, you're the boss. Like, I can't say anything. You just told me to go to the Burbank Airport via Inglewood. No, you, you, you welcome any sort of question questioning if, uh, if, if we feel it doesn't make you, sense. You want to know why? It's not because I'm magnanimous. It's because I want to get to the airport the quickest. Yeah. And because I want my grill to look the best. <laughs> and I want the logo to look the best. And I want the windbreaker with the logo on it to make the most sense or be the funniest or look the best. That's what I want for me. We appreciate that. Yes. I don't care about you peons. I'm doing it for (laughs) fucking me. It's very self-serving. You guys reap the benefits. That's fine. (laughs) Right. When when you uh, pull out your um, Adam Carolla's unprepared clips, I always say to you, which one do you think is the funniest? Which one do you think will play the best? Because I would like to come across the best. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't. It's a weird thing. I I, I don't. Yeah. I don't get why people are like you know he wants it his way and everything else can be damned. I want it the best way. It's my car. Yeah. Yeah. It's my trip to the airport. It's my logo. So I not. I don't get. And by the way, my mind gets changed on a dime. I just tell people which logo you like, and they go, "I like that one better." And I go, "All right, well then we'll go with that one." Like I, why not be that way? There's certain things I understand, like jokes and stuff, and I kind of make the jokes the way I want to make the jokes. But even those, I run up everyone's flagpole. Yeah, everyone should do that. I yeah. don't. I don't. I don't get why there isn't more of that, and I don't get why. Why is there kind of an insecurity with that? Like, does that mean you're weak because you're asking somebody, like, well, you think I should put that picture on this wall, or do you think I should put it on that wall? Like. It means you're indecisive and weak. Like my thing is like I want to hear everyone's yeah, explore take on it. Yeah, yeah. I feel like more people should uh, should do that. Guys should do that with cowboy boots before they leave the house. You know what I mean? <laughs> Ask a few people. Should <laughs> I wear it? these boots? Uh, you think ostrich is a good idea? Do you think they go well with these shorts? Did they make purple? <laughs> do, do ostriches are they purple or were these dyed? <laughs> uh, questions, questions, yeah. people. All right, let me hit uh, JB Weld here. That's what we're talking about. DIY projects to get through. Want to save money and avoid uh, paying the repairman. Big or small repairs, home or garage, ordinary household glue. Well, it's got the word ordinary in it. You need strong. You need better. You need JB Weld. That's the professional's choice. We're proud to have JB Weld as a sponsor. They're great. I know the owner and uh 
whether you're a pro or DIYer, these guys have been trusted for over 50 years, proudly made in the USA. Keep JB Weld in your toolbox, kitchen drawer, craft room, wood, metal, plastic. I think that about covers it. I use this stuff all the time. Uh, you don't want to glue it. You want to JB Weld it. Available at jbweld.com, Home Depot, Lowe's, AutoZone, Advanced Auto Parts, O'Reilly, Walmart, Amazon, Michaels, and more. It's JB Weld. What else going on in your car world? Uh, well, actually, before before we get to that, Adam, I, I've noticed in the Porsche there's a Cindy with a heart. I was just curious what that is. And yeah. A lot of people ask that. Yeah. There's a lot of people that want to know what the Cindy with a heart in it uh, is on the uh, rear upper quarter panel. Um, I think it's on both sides. Cer- yeah, it is. Certainly, we're looking at the passenger side. But, yeah, it's on both sides. It's It's a handwritten Cindy. And it's got uh, it's got a heart after it. Also, I believe the it's on the Newman Z. Uh, sorry, the Newman nine eleven. I don't know what the origin of that. I did find out what the origins of the um, uh, we love you, Grandpa. I think was which was on the front bumper. Of the 300, the Clayton Cunningham yeah. 300 ZX uh, sister car or or cousin car to the one that's going up at auction, right? In the next few weeks, um, I think that just says there's pictures in my phone of that Z car as well that I took a few days earlier, and it's just uh, I think it says we love you, Grandpa, or something. I think the story of that. As I recall, when the guys came by the shop to kind of noodle on it, and just wax mm-hmm. wax historic and poetic about it is, I think at the end of his life, Gene Crow, who was always Bob Sharp and Newman's mechanic, he was always kind of that guy. If you see a lot of the pictures, he's a guy like smoking the pipe, you know, sort of <laughs> off to the side and talking to Newman and stuff like that. Gene Crow, I think at the end of his career, came out here and was working with Cunningham on this Z car. It was sort yeah, of, that it, sounds right. I was going to say a mechanic or engine builder, and I wanted to remember it was Crow. Right. And so Gene Crow, what year did Gene Crow die, Max Zapata? And did Gene Crow work on uh the cunningham z cars and so i think they put a little stick i think they called him grandpa because he was kind of getting on in years and maybe yeah getting to the end and maybe he passed you know during that time period and they put a little commemorative sticker on there for uh gene crow who was uh like i said uh pretty pretty famous well not famous (laughs) for anyone you know but i mean (laughs) Famous if if you're Bob Sharp and you're Paul Newman and in that Newman Sharp yeah in that circle area, he was, that circle he put a lot of a lot of years in that circle yeah I miss I miss back, I don't know what the Cindy is people ask me too and I was like I don't know <laughs> yeah I guess the answer would be is you know it it must have been on there uh if, if you you know Max Zapata if you do I mean you can't do both but. At some point, the Cindy with the heart, I'm guessing it's not a Newman thing for some reason. Well, that's what I was going to say, is is doesn't necessarily mean it's associated with Newman, right? It it probably is something... Right. So it was... Something else with whoever was associated with the car. So it was uh, 
Porsche, Audi, Be- Beverly Hills, and Bill, I think it was Bill Freeman. Yeah. Uh, there's Gene Crow, like, bending down, talking to Newman in his C production. Uh, <laughs> but uh, his 280ZX. So it was like Gene. But did Gene end up working? He must have ended up coming out to the West Coast. And I don't know. What year did Gene Crow die? Doesn't I'm doesn't still, say. Yeah, yeah, I miss it, those days it, when you have like red slacks and put a white belt through <laughs> oh, it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, Pete Brock still dresses that way. <laughs> <laughs> he loves to show up at his events dressed uh with his with his ass. What's going on with 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 fame mechanics? IMDb. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like I, there's not a lot of wiki, right not a lot of wiki pages. I, for, uh, I fucking Gene Crow. you go. I watched a love boat, and I will Google the guy who played the waiter. Like he's not even in the cast, and he's not even in the stars yeah. or the guest stars. No he's lines. Just, <laughs> no lines. Like literally, the waiter who drops off the room and interrupts the wedding. You know, yeah. couple like oh, sorry, excuse me, and then leaves. <laughs> I'll Google that. That guy has six pages. <laughs> Nothing for Gene Crow. No, I'm not seeing. But and also, he is a very common name. So there's a lot of a lot uh, of Gene Crows. Yeah, oh, Gene Crow so you do there, Gene Crow, Dotson, Bob Sharp, mechanic. Bob Sharp, mechanic. Huh? Uh, wow, weird. Time for another great segment from our friends at Geico. And right now, Geico thanking its customers uh, with a little something called the Geico Give Back, a 15% credit on car, motorcycle policies for current and new customers. Geico's committed. To the long haul, so they're going to be with you for a while. You get the 15% credit, and that lasts the full term of the policy. Visit geico.com slash giveback for uh, info and eligibility, and we'll tell you a road trip story because we just got off the road, right? Yeah, we did. We just uh, hauled up to Monterey and uh, loaded up the big uh, the big Infinity SUV, and, uh, you know, it's, it's you know, you got to, you got to, Get your cruise going. You got to get your tunes going. You want it to be. Uh, you want to be comfortable. You want to be safe. Yeah, I'm more interested in being comfortable. But <laughs> <laughs> that's just that's just me. But uh, comfortable yeah, to take a nap or something while you're doing while we're driving. Sonny gets his headphones in and he kind of listens to podcasts. He's not really like it's funny because like you're all about the music on the trip. Sonny's right. all about the chatter. He, he loves, loves the, the sports. Pod. He's listening to some Dennis Prager or, or sports or whatever he's listening to. Yeah, and you know back in the day. Road trips were tough because the car was hot and it smelled like gasoline inside mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. And now it's quiet. It's comfortable. The air's pumping. The road is just being smoothed out by the suspension. So You're right. It used to be you couldn't wait to get out of the car. And now geez, some of the cars now, they have the, the massaging seats and cooled seats. Like you can't wait to get in the car again to get a nice little massage going. Yeah, I know. I'm now angry at my kids because I'm thinking about <laughs> me taking a road trip in a VW Squareback back in the day getting vapor lock. So, yeah, hit the road in your newish vehicle. It's safe. It's comfortable. Also, it's a better way to converse. Like, you can I, – I have found in this uh, new world order where everyone is just staring at their phone or staring at their flat plasma TV or in you're in this room and the kids are in the next room, get them in the car. Have a conversation. Go to, uh, go to the Grand Canyon. Yeah, load up some beef jerky and some sodas. You got to have jerky. <laughs> got to have jerky. Had a lot of jerky <laughs> and uh, a couple of sodas for Sonny, and uh, we hit the road. So pack it up and hit the road. And if you're going to hit the road, make sure uh, 
Geico's got your back. Geico, man, they're offering an extra 15% credit on car, motorcycle, and RV policies. That's uh, 15% on top of the money Geico would already be saving you if you were, in fact, with Geico. So if you are with Geico, get ready for more savings. And if you're not, get going with Geico. Never been a better time to uh, switch and save an extra 15% when you switch by October 7th. Visit geico.com to learn more. All right. Well, let's see. Tempe, Arizona. That's your uh, hometown, right, man? Yeah, it's close. Close enough. <laughs> Improv, September 18th and 19th. That's coming up. What's coming up? Is that this a week weekend? From, a week from today. A week from today, this uh, Friday and Saturday. Or Saturday and eh, Friday, Friday, Saturday. Saturday. Yeah. Is that a week from today? Yeah, today's Friday. Oh, today's Friday. Look at us, everybody. How the weeks roll on. Uh, also, so we're doing live podcasts here and we're doing stand-up there. Rob Schneider's going to come up on stage on the 19th and hang out. I just watched out. his uh, Netflix. Special. Very funny. Yeah. I love that guy. Yeah. So he's going to hang with us and do the live pod on uh, Saturday. Salt Lake City Wise Guys, October 2nd and 3rd, doing live pod there and stand-up there. And also doing A Reasonable Doubt with uh, Garagos, a live one up on stage. I'm your emotional sport animal that's available as we speak everywhere. Get it. Write a review. <clears throat> I will uh, enjoy reading your reviews. ZCon event this uh, Tuesday at Nashville. Come on out and say hi. Press the flesh or press the elbows. And uh, Matt, what do you got? Well, we'll be there doing CarCast at 11, so check that out. And we'll, uh, I'll, we'll post uh, all kinds of photos and stuff. Follow my uh, mo- uh, at Motorator social media. Gene Crow passed in 96 from cancer. My car would have been from about that time. Mm-hmm. 95, 96? I think your car's in 94. 94, probably raced in 95 or something. Maybe raced. The point is, is Gene Crow was probably sick with cancer. Yeah, when retired he was then. Or he might have just did like with a that quick car, consulting They with put them. a, this is for you, mm-hmm. Grandpa. On the front of the car. I think that's how... Well, that's how I'll just remember it. Or you can text Lynette and we'll get to the bottom of this. It's <laughs> my running joke. So, until next time, this is uh, Adam Crowley for Matt the Moderator. DeAndrea saying keep the air in the spare and the bag in the wheel. For the latest updates and call-in times, follow the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at CarCast Show. If you'd like to write in, fill out the form on CarCastShow.com. And don't forget to give us a nice rating on iTunes. CarCast is a Corolla digital production and is produced by Chris Loxamana. For more information, visit CarCastShow.com. Guys, let me tell you about Geico. Right now, Geico is offering an extra 15% credit on car, motorcycle, and RV policies. That's 15% on top of the money Geico could already be saving you. So what are you waiting for? You're waiting for your dog to make you breakfast in bed? Well, that's not going to happen. But saving money can. There's never been a better time now to switch to Geico. Save an extra 15% when you switch by October 7th. Visit geico.com for more information. That's geico.com.